0: Hey friends, so today I wanted to talk about growth challenges and how to move forward through a difficult season. Um, now, when I before I get started, I wanted to read this little passage. So. There is a book that I feel like changed my whole life, and you might have heard me talk about it on the podcast quite a bit, and that is called "You Are a Badass at Making Money." Now, that was the first book that really opened my eyes to money mindset, how powerful the mind is um, in your day-to-day life. And then went on to read, you know, "You're a Badass," "You're a Badass Every Day," all of the books that Gentencero read. Now, recently, my mother in law got me this little You Are a Badass calendar, and it is basically like a little devotional every single day that I keep on my office desk and I read it um, to kind of get some inspiration. But today's, I really, really liked it, and I wanted to kind of talk about it on the podcast and almost turn it into an episode because I think it will be so helpful for everybody. But it's about growth and challenges, which I can relate to right now so much. Um, I know talking with a few of my entrepreneur friends, I know that they would be able to relate to this because 2020 presented a lot of challenges and a lot of growth opportunities for a lot of people. So I wanted to share some inspiration for you today if you're finding yourself kind of in a rut and you don't know how to move forward in your business. But um, take a listen to this. Growth happens through friction and challenge, and the lessons we learned through these experiences. Because the universe, or God, is so excited for you to be all that you can be, it is going to send you all of the learning experiences you need. Like, here's a flat tire on the way to your wedding. Here's a hurricane and a flood the day you open your new business. Here's nowhere to park when you're late for the job interview of your dreams. When you have faith that everything happens as it's meant to, you open yourself up to receive the lesson, to stay the course until you're successful, and not to totally lose your cool. Okay? So who can relate to that? Who can relate to growth and challenges, right? And I know that when you're in the midst of a tough season, it's really, really hard to take a step back and to take a look at the full picture and to take a look at all the possible opportunities. Because I know myself when I'm stuck in a rut, when I'm in a really challenging situation, I personally get filled with anxiety and all these thoughts of what if, what if, what if, what if. And sometimes I might make a bigger deal of something than it really is. Like I may have a problem that is bad and I'm like, oh my gosh, what if it's going to get worse, right? And then your mind goes into a spiral of all the what ifs of what if it gets worse and you have anxiety and that is not good. And when I read Jen Sincero's book, the first one I read was about money mindset, but same thought process. It is insane how our minds have so much control and power over our bodies and our actions and the anxiety that you feel. So if you are in a challenging situation, I am going to ask you, do not think about all the negative what ifs. Change your mind, okay? If you can change your mind, you can change your life. Change your mind of all the wonderful opportunities that could come out of this. What lessons can you receive from this? How can you move forward successfully? What other steps that you can take, you know, to move forward successfully? So I wanted to share a couple of examples for you to kind of provide some inspiration and to provide some hope for your situation. So back in twenty. 18. I, we had just moved to Georgia. We were four months in. And if you don't know our story about moving to Georgia, Nick and I basically moved across the country from California on a whim, not necessarily on a whim. We were t- thinking about moving um, out of California. We just wanted kind of change of pace, change of lifestyle, especially once we had our son, we needed that we did not want to raise kids in California. And all of the states that our friends and family had lived in, we not super appealing to us, but for some reason, we fell in love with Georgia. We visited, fell in love even more, and we decided to make the move. We had no friends, no family, no nothing here. Brand new start. Now, Nick had gotten a job here, and then I, at the time, was working for a corporate company, and I was a marketing manager. And at this time, about a year before this, I had started freelancing on the side in hopes to uh, work full-time for myself. At the time, it seemed impossible, like a far-fetched dream. And I honestly did not even have... I didn't know if I had the guts to fully quit one day. And um, we moved to Georgia. And I had negotiated with my company that I was going to work. We cut my hours into part-time, and I was going to work from home. And the rest of the time, I was going to try to build this business. Now, again, four months into Georgia, the company that Nick had started with decided to let him go. That was a big shocker. And if that wasn't enough, literally a week later, the company that I had been with for years called me and they were like, hey, I don't know if this remote thing is going to work out because everyone worked in the office. People were a little bit older. Um, Virtual was not a thing at the time. And they were like, yeah, I don't know if this is going to work out. So within a week, we had both had lost our jobs. We had a kid. We had just moved cross country with no friends or family to like crash with. And we were faced with a very difficult time, a challenging time. And it came down to this moment where, you know, Nick was doing what he had to do to find a job and to provide an income. And I was faced with a moment of like, okay, this is a test. Do I want to do this business full time? Do I want to, you know, do I, do I want to keep going with this business? Do I want to try to do it, pursue this? Or do I give up and get a full-time job or a part-time job or whatever it was? It was a test and I decided, no, I'm not going to get a full-time job. That's going to be the easy way out. I've had this dream and idea and a vision of owning my own business for forever. I finally had the guts to start freelancing for a year and this is the time, this is now or never, this is the perfect time to grow and to create an income to make sure that I don't have to go to a full-time job. And that's exactly what I did. I, with not having that other job to keep me occupied, all my brain thought about when I was not being a mom or out, you know, mommying (laughs) was how am I going to get clients and how am I going to get clients that stay with me on a monthly basis to make sure that I can do this? So it opened up a lot of time for me to think that. So I got to work, I started posting on social media, I got on up, Upwork, like websites like Upwork for freelancers, and I just went for it. And I kid you not, within three months, I was back to what I was making full-time. And r- reminder, when we moved to Georgia, I negotiated to work part-time with them. So within three months, I was still working part-time hours, but, and I was making a full-time income that I did with that corporate company. And I was like, holy moly, what a change. That was us losing our jobs was the biggest blessing, the biggest blessing that could have ever happened because that allowed me time and freedom to grow my company. And we grew so fast that within six months, I hired my first person. And you guys know the kind of the story from there. And Nick ended up getting a full-time sales commission job, which before that, I would have been so nervous to do because it wasn't stable, but I, I didn't think it was stable, but the opportunity presented itself in the perfect time, and we're like, well, let's try it out and see what happens, and that has been the biggest blessing as well, and if we didn't lose our jobs, I would have never had the guts to keep pursuing this full time. I like knowing my personality at that time, I don't know if I would have ever quit. I think I would have wanted to keep that paycheck because I thought it was steady and whatever. And I just wanted I probably would have just wanted to keep it. And maybe freelance here and there, but I would have never I don't think I would have ever went full time or hired somebody. Like I don't know if I would have done that. And like Nick if he didn't lose his job at the time, I don't know if I would have ever agreed for him to do full-time sales, fully commission, which he is amazing at. And this didn't happen super fast, right? Like we had a few months where it was very, very difficult where literally rent was due the next week and we had no idea how we were going to pay it. Like things were extremely, extremely stressful. But God provided literally like to the penny of what we needed. Like I, we literally like, I remember the first few months, you know, we had bills, we had rent due and I was like, I have no idea how we're going to pay this. We were literally living day to day. And the, you know, the week before like rent was due or week before a major bill was due, I'd sign on a project for that exact amount and they would pay exactly what we would need to pay for the bills that week and for the groceries and for the gas. It was insane. It was an insane time. But my faith in God grew at that time like never ever before because he knows the lessons and the learning experiences that we need, but he's not going to let you go. You know what I mean? He's not going to just let you fall to the wayside. So you need to open yourself up to receive these lessons that when you're going through a tough time, ask yourself, what am I, what can I learn from this situation right now? What can I learn and what can I move forward to be successful? So something that happened recently was, um, this last fall winter time during in 2020 was like a little bit difficult for me on the business side, not like financially necessarily, but, um, or like client wise, like we weren't slow whatsoever, but we were just being hit with difficult situations. One, difficult clients, maybe tech issues, some things a part of the team that had to be ironed out. And I had one particular very, very difficult client. Like I am normally a very nice person, patient, kind all the things, okay? My personality, I'm not confronting. I am not mean, bitchy, nothing like this. We had a very difficult client that just was extremely disrespectful. Um, Try to scope creep, right? Try to get a lot more out of her contract. And when I was like, hey, this is not a part of our contract, she would get very mad. There's a lot of name calling. There was a lot of just unprofessional Difficult. Like, I can handle difficult personalities, but when you are demeaning for an absolutely no reason, I don't stand by that. So I had to write a difficult email, and I had to fire her. And I had to tell her, hey, we are no longer working together. You know, you paid for the work we've done. I'm not going to charge you any more. Like, we had a contract for this amount. I'm not going to ask you to pay for it. But we are done working together because she was absolutely unprofessional. Absolutely unprofessional. And that, me firing her, like, spiraled out of control. She was not happy that I was firing her. And she got even worse. Even worse than she was when we were under contract. And she put me through the ringer. She would write me emails, um, like just slapping us with words and names and any, um, any, what's the word, not compliment, but the opposite of compliment, like anything she could say to us to try to get under our skin. And I was just like very short and sweet in all my emails. And I was, you know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't stand for that. And I think that made her even more mad and she would just come back and just like spray us with the dirt with negative words. And, and I had to relook at my contracts because then she started requesting full refunds for all the work that pro- we provided for all the deliverables that we provided. And we did a lot of work. And the thing that sucked is, um, I gave her major, 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 major discounts where it was like during COVID. Right. So I was like, well, at least my team will have work. I may not make any money off of this, but at least my team will have work. And unfortunately, she requested refunds and all this stuff. And at first, I was like, no, we're not going to give it to you because we did the work. You got the deliverables, like all this stuff. Um. But at the end of the day, I had to look at my contracts and they were very general, pretty general. And... Even though she had no leg to stand on, I honestly didn't want to deal with her anymore. So, I gave her a full refund. Even though I had already paid my team for hours and hours on work for her projects that I had made no money on. So, I like had to pay double. Like, I paid my team and then I had to pay her back. Pay her double. And that was a tough time. um, Emotionally, like... Being spoken to like that, especially for me, I take a lot of pride in our work. I pray I take a lot of pride in our team, that we provide good work. And when someone is here just spewing out negative and hate for literally absolutely no reason because um she wanted a scope creep, and I told her that was not okay. That was difficult because I'm a nice person. Like, like I said, I don't like confrontation. So like that negativity took took a toll on me for a second. But I was like, I'm not going to wallow in this. I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to talk hate on her, whatever. Like, what can I do to move forward? And you know what? We need to update our contracts. Now I feel like our contracts are rock solid and we're still adding to it with every project like i had learned a big big lesson that i know all my lawyer friends have told me and i'm like oh yeah 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 but like they always say you don't know until you know or you don't deal with normally don't deal with these kind of problems until you do and you're like man i wish i had a good contract so i had to update our contracts i had to re- update our refund policy because i didn't even have a refund policy can you believe that um so i had to update everything and just like write down detail by detail by detail every single thing that was included in the contract and then detail by detail by detail everything that was not included in the contract so that if people did try to scope creep and then they were upset about it um that we had that written in our contract I had to update late fees people not paying like all these different things that now are I feel so good about our contracts I feel protected I feel rock solid that if we ever have a situation like that again, I could always go back to our contract and be like, no, we agreed to this. No, you signed to this. Like, I can give a few freebies here and there, but if you're clearly trying to take advantage of somebody, that is not okay with me, okay? So those are some challenges that I wanted to share with you that I've gone through that when in the moment of going through these things, I felt like I was being put through the wringer, okay? Um, But I had learned a lot from this and there are certain situations, like even with this last client that I was telling in the story, I'm kind of glad it happened because I got to grow as a person. I got to grow thicker skin. I got to grow my faith in God. I got to update our systems and processes. I got to update our contracts where in the end, it made our process and our business so much better. Same thing with losing my job. Biggest blessing ever. Biggest blessing ever. In the time I was freaking out, like, can you imagine if you and your spouse just both lost your jobs and you're like, I barely have anything in savings. Um, I don't have anyone around me. Like, how are we going to move forward? But that had turned out to be the absolute biggest blessing and I'm so, so glad it happened because we would not be where we are today if that did not happen. So as you're going through your challenge today, first of all, take a deep breath. (sighs) Take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. It's not going to stay there forever. It's not going to happen forever. Think about forward. What could be the greatest outcome? Don't think about all the negative what-ifs. Think about what could be the greatest outcome out of this situation. Keep your eye on the prize and then think to to yourself, what are the steps that I need to take to get to the greatest outcome? Outline it step-by-step, step-by-step, step-by-step. It's going to help your anxiety and it's going to help you see a way out and it's going to help you see that this is not going to stay forever. You will get out of this. You will see blessings on the other side. Um, So, like I said in the beginning, when you have faith that everything happens as it's meant to, you open yourself up to receive the lesson, to stay the course until you are successful and not to totally lose your cool.